Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host. Oh, I'm the only one here, so I did just me, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. Hey, how's it going? How is it going? I hope you all are doing well and have done well since we last chatted, or since I last chatted in your ear hole, I should say. What sound was that? Anywho, anyway, it's been uh, it's been a good week here at the at the Madhouse MK, albeit a little exhausting. I think I've finally had a week where I don't have all this crazy shit going on, and my body was just like finally. I mean, I fell asleep watching football two different times this week. I mean, I was just, I mean, I was going to bed early. I, I was just exhausted mentally, physically, just. <sighs> but I found my way through, you know, and enjoying my days off, recharging those batteries. Of course, tomorrow or today, by the time you'll be listening to this final day off. <laughs> Such a sad day. Tuesdays, a little bit sad for that reason. What the hell is that sound? There is a sound coming from somewhere. Perhaps I'm going mad. I'm already there. I promise you. But anyway, anyway, I digress. I did. Exhausting week, but pushing through. Going back to work soon. All good. Because I'll be able to listen to my podcast and my Game of Thrones, because I still got that going strong. And I've considered, you know, getting into just watching the series, right? Because I'm, I'm, you know, listening to it. But every time I sit down and watch some Thrones, I just want to pick out my favorite episodes. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. But I do stand by the statement I made last week that, you know, 2021 beginning of Game of Thrones, awfully familiar, you know? It's true. I mean, you got to look at the whole picture, right? Trump is the Mad King, and he was taken out, but he still got loyal people who are trying to make shit happen behind the scenes, changing voting laws, you know, shit like that. And then you got the current king or president, Joe Biden, who everybody was like, yeah, let's just get the mad fucker out of here. Come on. I know a lot of people are sitting here like, okay. Like, we're thankful the mad king is gone. But we couldn't have done any better than this. <laughs> I, uh, just like King Robert. It's like, okay, he's not some crazy fuck who, who you never know what to expect from. He just uh, is not great. <laughs> You've got arguing, fighting conflict everywhere, just like in Game of Thrones. Houses against each other. Just did all sorts of madness. 
and just like in Thrones, here it is, 2021, winter is coming. We're in fall. We are in the fall. And winter is coming. Winter is coming. Now, what would we, I would say in a way we could compare the White Walkers to COVID, right? Uh, because holy shit, COVID's still going strong. And we'll get into that. But also still going strong. I'm going strong on the Game of Thrones. And I'm, I'm really, I, I do love, it's one of my favorite stories. And they, there's all this new stuff come like there's a, a fantasy series, a very popular one, Wheel of Time, right? And that's now becoming an Amazon Prime series. And I'm kind of interested. And I know at one of my, my, my jail stints, <laughs> I had a couple of different times of, of being locked up for a minute. <clears throat> but during one of those stints, I remember reading one of the Wheel of Time. That I, I have no idea. I read all sorts of shit. That's, that's all there was to do. Read. So I did a lot of it. And play cards if you can find some decent people. I, I did one time. Got a nice table of, of people to play cards with. But even then, I still did a lot of reading. So a lot of reading. Happened to read one of those books. Not sure which one. I just remember that simple fact. And it's a good story. I know that much. And so I'd be interested in checking out those books. And the entire story and getting into this series, but I've got so much to, you know, I'm still, I still need to get the rest of his dark materials watched and, and, and the Mandalorian. Like I, I just, there's too much, there's too much. And I don't have enough fucking time. It sucks. That's why I need to hit the lottery. If I could hit the lottery, you know, I'd be just sitting around and catching up on stuff. Probably. <laughs> I probably wouldn't even then. I'd just spend a lot more time podcasting and writing and things like that. Don't got enough time for all the new stuff. The new Dexter. There's more Dexter. Yes, if you were a fan of the show Dexter. Now, I actually have a bit of a weird relationship with this show, I would say. Because while I thoroughly enjoy just about everything about it, the premise the characters. I mean, the storyline that there's a lot to like about Dexter. But there's something so just, I don't know, it's weird for me. It's like when it comes to like comedy, you can go as cringy as you want. It doesn't really bother me. But like, it's, and I don't know if cringy is the right word for Dexter. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. It's almost like the office. People really, enjoy the awkward and the uncomfortableness of, of like Michael. <laughs> and while I do, it sometimes it's just too much. This happens to me in just regular shows if something gets, gets a little bit too awkward, too uncomfortable. It's weird because again, in comedy, I'm good with it. You roll where you got to roll. We'll say, just make it funny. But I don't know. It's it, Dexter gets a little bit hard for me at times, but, and to that end, I've never quite finished the series. I, I have a lot of series I've, I've never quite finished, if you can. Even ones I liked, 
The Shield. I love the shit out of that show. Still haven't finished that. Uh, that's years in the making of the finishing of that show. I'll get around to it eventually. I own it. I should. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. But uh, yes. So lots of new stuff. Need to get into it. We'll get to it eventually, right? Get to it eventually. But this week, I really just, because of the insanity of the last couple of months, and, you know, having a rather quiet and normal week, I've just kind of used it, as I said, to recuperate because I felt so exhausted. And so that's what I've been doing. Playing a lot of Hunt Showdown. It's a video game. I've talked about it before on the pod. Kind of a Western zombie type thing. You got to collect bounties on monsters, but they're, you know, they're zombies and other hunters trying to collect the bounty too. It's fun. And every so often they have these special events. And every year they do like a Halloween one. And you, you know, you, you play your normal game, but then there's like uh, special pumpkin type things to smashing you you earn points for this event these event points and uh, as you collect them you unlock rewards and there's all sorts of cool stuff and usually at the end if you, if you get all fill the whole event point line there's a, a new hunter you can unlock so it's very cool stuff if you're into the game and into video games at all but i've been doing a lot of that and uh yeah because I love that kind of stuff, you know? Zombies, paranormal, any of that shit. Aliens, UFOs. Speaking of, speaking of, I believe I had a UFO sighting. Now, I'm not sure. And I was driving, so I couldn't get any video. And I know that probably sounds like, oh, yeah, of course. Couldn't get video, huh? No, I couldn't. I was fucking driving. <laughs> I saw this shit <clears throat> while I was fucking driving, man. Of fucking driving and I saw the shit and then I'm going to talk about it here but I was fucking driving when I saw it so I, I you know I don't know where that uh, accent came from I should keep that in the back of my head that's a good accent man to talk about like uh, I don't it's almost Stallone-ish you know anyway so I had myself a UFO sighting sorry mom draw off the vape before I get into this. Perhaps another one. So, I'm driving home from work. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. Let me get into this. Driving home from work. I'm on the interstate. And it's at a point where it's not, usually when I drive home, there's quite a bit of traffic, okay? gets pretty bad, takes a minute. But on Saturdays, Saturdays are my Fridays. In other words, my final day of the work week. And because it's Saturday and not a normal weekday, you know, where most people are getting off work, it's not quite as bad, but still generally a good amount of traffic. But Saturday, I'm going along, coming home. And again, traffic isn't uh, slow as shit, like a Thursday or Friday. No, no, no. It's not too bad. But obviously, I'm not able to just go, you know, full-blown down the interstate. 
but I'm going at a decent pace. And I see uh, kind of towards my, my right, out of the right field of view, I see what I, I believe to be a star. And I remember reading some stuff on some of the cool things you can see uh, star, planet, why in the sky. Cool shit you can see in the sky <laughs> this month. And I felt like I remember seeing something about Venus. And I had recently seen Venus um, at sunset and it's super fucking bright, super cool. It's always, I always, I, I can do, I do a pretty good job spotting the planets in the sky, particularly Jupiter and Saturn. Um, you can see those most often, but Venus is a little bit harder to find. And it's, it's been, I've seen it a couple of times recently. And so I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's just out super early and we can see it because blah, blah, blah. And if you, if anybody has been listening for a while, um, I think it was last year, I had what I believed to be a sighting and I saw something in the sky where it looked like a star and it was stationary. And then it started moving along, moving along. And then it made this like flashy. There was like this flash and then it kept moving along. But it was going at a really good clip. It was very interesting what I saw because at first it was stationary. I thought it was a star. And in this case, I, I really thought it was Venus potentially. And um, so I'm kind of going through like, could it be shining at this time? Things like that. And all of a sudden, it starts to move. Now this fucking thing, whatever it was, was stationary, fairly bright in the sky. And then it starts moving. And all of a sudden I notice like the brightness after it's moving for a minute, it fades. And it's almost like you just see, uh, it's just it was just like a metallic something. I wanna say silver, so gray. It was hard to, it was hard to tell. And, and it's crazy because, you know, when you think you might see something like that because of other things you've seen or maybe you've read, you know, books or saw documentaries, things like that, your brain might expect certain things. So, and again, I'm driving. I have to have my eyes on the road so I can only glance. And, you know, had I been going a bit slower, I would have tried to get some video. I would have paid more attention. But it was the traffic, like I said, where I'm not going you know, full throttle, you know, because if I am right in the speed limit, like I would on the way to work early in the morning, I probably wouldn't even saw the fucking thing. But it was also not that close to standstill or standstill traffic where I'm just chugging along. No, it's decent pace, but I caught it. And so after the brightness faded away and it seemed to be just of metallic just for a brief second because i happened to be staring at it when it happened and then it just like it disappeared it just poof, was gone and i kept looking in that direction because i'm like that's just a trick of the like it you know there were no clouds around or anything so i'm just like it just because you know how you're staring up in the sky you might see a plane and then for just a second it's like you just see the blue and you're like wait where'd the plane go oh it's right there it was, I felt like it was going to be just like that. But the more I looked, 
the more I saw nothing. And I marked where it was at by this particular, you know, you can just tell when you're driving home because I can see the mountains and things. I kind of mark a good spot. And this particular interstate curves a bit. So we end up curving to where this spot is right in front of me in my field of view. And I'm just looking at it like, man, that thing was fucking there. And then I'm driving along and I kind of forget about it for a couple of minutes and I look back up and it's there again. Again, it's there. Bright. And it does the same thing. Starts moving along. The brightness goes away, disappears. Exactly what it did last time. I'm telling you, I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm pissed because I would love, love to have captured this on, on video. And it probably, you know, I know, I don't know if it would even have came out on video. I try all the time, you know, as good as these, these cameras and shit are supposed to be on our phone. I try all the time to get a good picture of like, again, like you could see Jupiter, Saturn, Venus, the other day, trying to get a good picture of, of that. Not that you can like see Venus, Venus, it would just look like a star, but I mean, it's very bright and you can't, it's hard to get good pictures of that shit. So even with a, you know, a good camera phone, phone, camera, whatever. But I'm telling you, I know these things and because we're fairly close to Denver International Airport. I can also see planes in the sky. And I can see that this thing that I'm looking at is not a plane. It doesn't look like a plane and it's not acting like a fucking plane. So again, I don't know. I can't verify anything, of course. But that's what a UFO is, an unidentified flying object. And that's what I saw. I saw something flying in the sky that I couldn't identify because it was weird, people. Mad caps. So it's crazy stuff. Just be open-minded. I don't know how people, more people aren't more open-minded about, well, this particular fucking subject, right? I mean, there's more shit out there about it than there ever has been. Just get these feeling the feeling one of these times we're all just gonna be gathered outside because there's giant ships in the sky. Which I'd be okay with, to be honest. <laughs> Unless they're extremely hostile. If they're just kind of hostile, like I guess it would depend. It would depend. And you know what? We're gonna talk more about alien invasion type things later on yes yes but anyway gotta be open-minded gotta be a free thinker free thinkers getting thrown around a lot you know it's funny you hear people talk about it like some people seem to think free thinker, open-minded, those kinds of terms are, if you go, it just, if you go, you know, with something that's against the grain, against normal, so normal social history, like, and in a sense that's true, but like people will use conspiracy theories. Be like, oh, you're just not open-minded enough. No, get the fuck. 
there's someone I'm going to get into him talking about being a free thinker. But it doesn't feel like if you think of it. Yeah. Because it's very much had an Uber driver. He was an older gentleman. I believe he was Italian. Um, but he wasn't a white dude, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that matters because white dudes, you can expect a lot of closed-minded shit from. You just can't. Older white dudes in particular. This is coming from a white dude, although I'm not really white. I'm off-white. That's right. I'm not white. I'm off-white. But a lot of white dudes, you know, you get a lot of this in this country. Oh, we can't fucking say shit anymore. You can. But certain shit, it's like comedians. I'm trying to be a stand-up comedian. And that's what I aspire to be. And I see so many stand-up comedians like, oh, we just can't say, we can't say whatever we want anymore. And I'm like, it, it, it's just so funny to me. Like, comedians present themselves as we, we bring laughs, but we nothing's untouchable, right? Unless it's other comedians, like comedians don't want to talk shit about other comedians very much. And I don't know, sometimes it just feels like like with the oh we can't say it, it, it just for for people who expect others to not be fragile, they themselves seem to be fragile at times. Just saying. But I had this Uber driver. And He's very talkative. I get in the car. I smell like cigarettes because I was having a cigarette and I realized I had not brought my spray. I try to be nice. I try to be thoughtful and not just be a complete asshole. I realized nobody wants to smell an ashtray get in their car, but I had forgotten my spray. I didn't have my spray on me. So I felt bad enough getting in this dude's car. And of course he says something. And then he talks about how he quit and blah, blah, blah. And I hear the shit from my mom. I don't need to hear it from you, dude. Then he talks to me about where, where am I working? Oh, the, my car troubles. He talks about that and basically told me it, was, it would be cheaper to Uber for a year than, than to maintain a car. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, but I don't know about you, buddy, but in the few days I've had to Uber due to my car issues, I spent a lot of fucking money. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure in a normal month of car maintenance, I wouldn't even spend that much. But it, 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 I digress. They tell him I work in the cannabis industry, and he's talking about how he voted against that. But he's, he's also, you know, claimed to be this open-minded, blah, 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 blah. But no, marijuana is just a gateway drug, and I'm, I just, you know, I so badly wanted to fight this guy. Not physically, but just argue, debate. But I also feel like I'm at his mercy. Like I can't have him just dropping me off. It's cold outside. I need to be to work. I can't just have this dude get pissed off and just drop me off on the middle of the interstate or something. So I choose my words carefully. But what I really want to say to him was have you ever met anyone who's been addicted to meth, for example, because that was something, yeah, leads to like meth addiction. Um, because I know my wife, recovered meth addict, she, she knows, but she didn't get into meth because of weed. 
She'll tell you that. And, you know, what's really helped her stay away from the meth? Oh, yeah, that's right. Marijuana. <laughs> yeah. So, you, you know, you fuck off. Like, that's just a narrative. And I'm sure it's true for some people. But hey, that's not the majority. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. That's, that's a pretty false narrative. A straw man, as they might say. A straw man argument. And then he starts talking about sports and how he doesn't like sports and how it's just, they're like the gladiators. It's just a form of entertainment used to distract the people from real issues. And in that sense, I didn't disagree with him. I think there's a lot of stuff like that, but I think that's why so much money is put into sports. It's a big money maker. It's a big distractor. It's why people always, I don't want that shit in my sports. Come here to get away from that shit. So in that sense, I agree with him. He makes comments about just jerks that make millions of dollars just to play a game. And I hate when people say that because while well, football, basketball sports are games, technically, to be a professional athlete and make those millions, do you know the kind of shape you have to be in? Do you know how much work it takes to keep your body in that shape? I don't because I can, I can do it. Can do it. So it, it just bothers me when people say that shit because I'm like, I don't think y'all understand what they put into just this the quote unquote game. Like, but people like that suggest they're open minded because they say things like, oh, sports is just like, like gladiators. Like, yeah, just a form of distraction by the government. People don't think, think about it enough. People don't think clearly enough. And it's difficult, it's difficult. Conflict all over the land, as I've said before, right? Conflict all over the land. Yeah. 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 I digress, I digress. We get into, in just a moment, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get into more of the open-minded, the free thinker discussion, as I'll put it. So we'll leave it at that. And now a word from our sponsor that does not exist. So really just a video with some music that I made behind it. Not even a video, just a picture yeah, with some music that I made behind it. That's right. That's all that is. No sponsor. So yeah, be right back. So, the free thinker I've mentioned a few times is uh, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. I'm sure even if you're not a football fan, you've heard of him by now. 
But there's this whole situation where recently found out he was unvaccinated. And the reason it's a big deal is because he basically has been acting like he's been vaccinated, uh, not quite been following the protocols for, you know, unvaccinated players in the NFL, it would seem, allegedly. And also, I mean, when asked if he was vaccinated, he said, yeah, I'm immunized. So either way you go about it, not being truthful, right? And then he's surprised that people are upset or calling him out like, bro, you lied. You were dishonest, however you want to look at it. And then he goes on the Pat McAfee show. Pat McAfee, if you don't know, funny ass dude. He is a former football player, a kicker, actually, a punter. And he's great. He's great. And Aaron Rodgers often goes on his show. I don't know if he'll continue to do so because they kind of seem to chuckle behind a covered mouth when uh, he talked about how he's taking advice from his good friend, Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, again, I don't, I used to be such a big fan of this dude. Admired him in a way, you know, you've done so much, man. Went from just being this dude on news radio to, you know, big stand-up. You got the podcast. You had Fear Factor. You're doing UFC. Like, you're all over the place. It's awesome. But then he starts to push this far-right shit. Do you know how many fucking tweets of his or posts have been like, hey, blah, 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 this. Edit. Oh, no. I find it. Like, just misinformation. Posting Mr. Information, apologizing later. It's just, you see that shit a few times and you're like, what the fuck, man? And I've never, even when I was a fan of his pod, I, I never understood getting Alex Jones out there, letting him spew some of the shit he spews. And then it just got to a point that I don't know if the majority of his fan base is righties, Trumpers, the like. I don't know. But I just can't get down with Rogan no more. And I can't really get down with anybody that uh, is down with Rogan to that end. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Like... (laughs) Rogan, we're gonna take advice from my good buddy Rogan, but he's surprised people are mad, and then he's you know spits some fire like I'm just okay, come on, bring on the cancel culture things like that, and uh, he's had some sponsors drop him. State Farm so far seems to be standing by him, but it's it's just, and I don't really care this the sponsorship stuff like I'm I'm never one out there like oh yeah let's fucking cost him his job anything like that I just. I don't know. I'm kind of the opinion you're going to make yourself look like a fucking idiot. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, he he doesn't really need sponsors to drop him. He's making himself look like an ass. But then again, sponsors, they probably don't want someone promoting their product that is making themselves look like an ass. So 
I, that's the downside, but I, I'm not really out there trying to push for people to lose sponsors or jobs or anything for, at least not for the vaccine stuff. I think it, I think they're stupid and they should, and it's selfish. I mean, think, just think about it. Think how fucking far past this shit, how much further past this shit we'd be if everybody from the beginning would have just been down for masks and down for vaccines as soon as they were here. Like, imagine that. We'd be so much better off. But people don't want to believe in that shit. And it's a lot of quote unquote free thinkers who are really just following other people who are quote unquote free thinkers who don't have correct information. And it's funny how they deem people that you know, get the vaccine or just a sheep. Just getting this blah, 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 injected. I didn't have any problems when I got my shots. Haven't had any since. And I didn't go out and get it right away. I waited for a while. Shit, even when we were ready to get ours, we had to wait a little bit, which is fine. But it just, it blows my mind how so many fucking people, like if you've got the majority of doctors, health officials, scientists saying, this is the way. Why are we listening to the random few who disagree? Why are you doing that? Why are you listening to those fucking people? Because conspiracy. Because Trump. I mean, the mad king. (laughs) It's true. Think about it. That's a big part of it. If Trump would have backed masks and all sorts of shit from the very get-go, we'd be in so much of a different place by now. It's crazy. So Aaron Rodgers is out there. Another celebrity on the anti-vax pile, the anti-vax train. You know who's not on the anti-vax train? Howard Stern. That motherfucker's still going strong on the radio waves. And holy shit, he fucking lit Aaron Rodgers up so far as to, he did go get him the fuck out the lane. <laughs> you don't need a job. You don't need that job. Howard Stern is dead tired of motherfuckers fucking around with <laughs> I didn't listen to it. I was just reading some of the comment. He is as sick of this. Shit. He's more sick of this shit than I. I'm, I'm tired of the bullshit. Like I'm so uh, I hear just one random person at work like bitching anti-man like dude ah Look at the actual data, the factual data. And you will see that all these things put together would help us get over the hump. But you did. <laughs> it makes you want to scream, you know? Makes you want to scream. Fuck's sake. <laughs> hey, Uncle Blue. Fuck's sake. That's your part. Sorry. Snatch. It's a great movie. Great movie. One of my topsies. Anyway. Yeah, great to hear Howard Stern, because you never know. I've I found out that's one of the crazy things over the last handful of years is 
you find out hey, some of these maybe celebrities and stuff you like, like James Woods. I always found his part on Family Guy quite hilarious. Uh, there were some movies back in the day. I remember Digstown. You remember Digstown? I remember enjoying the shit out of that movie. Louis Gossett, I, I really dug that dude. But anyway, I remember that movie from when I was real younger. But uh, I never had an issue with James Woods. And then, oh boy, whoa. That dude's a cunt bag and a half, right? <sighs> Fuck that guy, James Woods. But you see these people, so I did, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, uh, I thought he was good. And he comes out very much anti-vax, very much, oh, fucking woke culture, can't say anything, can't have a different opinion. You can. It's just when it's a stupid, shitty opinion, you're going to get shit on. I don't even think it's that different than it's always been. It's just, it's gotten louder and it's gotten crazier with social media, the internet, all of that. It's just become a lot more prevalent. But we've always been like that. If you're going to have a shitty opinion, you're going to get shouted down, you know. <sighs> Look at the KKK. <laughs> Very few people like the KKK. They're still around, right? They're fucking sheets. They're still around. Being assholes. But somehow... And through somehow getting shouted down because nobody gives a fuck about them. And, you know, if you see a little crew of KKK parading down the street, you're not going to have many people cheering them. <laughs> it's, it's different nowadays. You're still free to say whatever the fuck you want. It's just, if your opinion sucks, like the KKK, their opinion sucks, then you're going to hear a lot of backlash. That's just the bottom line. And if it's bad enough, you might lose your job. Why do you think the KKK wear hoods? They don't really want people to know who they are. They might get fired, <laughs> right? <laughs> And people act like this COVID, like the travel ban has been lifted here, which whatever. But it, it's still like, there's still a lot of COVID shit going on, people. I mean, and despite that, it, you know, we're still not where we need to be on vaccines. But, you know, we're going into winter like this. Not the greatest time. I mean, I, I just, and the people that are, you know, so adamantly against vaccines and masks and the idea that COVID is a problem. I mean, Trump counties have three times more deaths. I just don't get it. <laughs> like, at what point? For their own sake, the right, the Republicans, do, do they 
I mean, they just, they're losing their people more, their voters more than any, I just, okay. A lot of cops still against, you know, vaccines and the vaccine mandate, even though COVID, biggest cop killer there is right now. And then you get shit like in fucking Tennessee, there's a bill that passed that restricts hospitals from dis from disallowing loved ones to visit patients. So, you know, like people got COVID, it's like, let's isolate them. No, this Tennessee bill is saying, yeah, you can't do that. Their loved ones can come visit them and get sick too. It's totally okay. We're gonna allow that so that they can join them in the hospital. You know, it'll be a family affair, right? Yeah, I don't fucking get it. The treatment of this pandemic in this country is fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Not at all helped by celebrities like Aaron Rodgers. I just... And the Aaron Rodgers thing, totally, there's a bunch, been a bunch of shit about the NFL in the news recently, going back from, talked about it last week, the Washington football team, the whole investigation into them. This Aaron Rodgers thing even overshadowed the Henry Ruggs situation, which is tragic, and I, I have to talk about it because, albeit, it is, maybe that's not the right place to use, albeit, <clears throat> but though a more tragic story, definitely, than the Aaron Rodgers bullshit, is that I relate to this on a couple of different levels. And if you don't know the story, Henry Ruggs is a football player for the Oakland, sorry, Las Vegas, argh, Las Vegas Raiders. And he's driving his Corvette in Las Vegas after drinking with a gun at 156 miles per hour, I believe. And he smashed into another car and a 23-year-old woman and her dog died. Now, obviously, outrage at a one Mr. Henry Ruggs. Um, it's tough, you know, because for me, I'd like to punch him and hug him at the same time. And I'll explain. Because yes, what he did was atrocious. And I know what this does to a family. You see, my mother lost her parents to a drunk driver when she was a teenager. As a matter of fact, I was 19 when my dad died. Uh, my mother's older brother was around that age. And then her and my younger brother, the middle one, were about the same age. And then her younger brother and my youngest brother were about the same age. Um, when we lost our dad is when she lost her parents. So I know through stories of my mother, through her personal experience, um, the damage that's done from something like this to a family. But I can also tell you, just from my point of view, 
as an alcoholic in recovery. When I first sobered up, all those years ago, 12 now, I believe, a dozen years ago, one of the things I was most thankful for, obviously other than being alive, having my sanity, one of the things I was most grateful for was that I had never destroyed anybody's family because I had drove drunk a plenty and I had had a couple accidents. Both times hitting park cars. <laughs> so luckily no one hurt or anything like that. But it was, you know. Um, a thing to be very grateful for. Because that I cannot imagine having to try and live with what Henry Ruggs will have to live with. Now, maybe he's a piece of shit and he'll live with it just fine. I don't know Henry Ruggs. I can't say one way or another. I imagine, you know, psychopaths don't much care about the victims they kill, murder, whatever. But Henry Ruggs, by all accounts, just seems like a young dude who made a very bad set of decisions. And it sounds cruel and simple. But, you know, that's, I've gotten behind the wheel drunk a lot of times. I can't say I've ever thought to go as fast as I fucking possibly could, because normally I would uh, go just fast enough to not be suspicious, <laughs> and because I didn't want to go that fast. I was trying to be as safe as I fucking possibly could, because I was drunk, trying to drive. So I don't quite understand the decisions, but I'm sure a lot of people would not understand many of the decisions I've made in the past. So it's a tough situation, a tough conversation. But again, I'd like to punch him for being a fucking idiot, but also hug him and tell him, I hope he can find a way through this so that he can be a beacon of wisdom for others going forward. And because that's really that's what you got to hope for at this point, I think. But, uh, you know, thoughts out to all those involved for sure. And one last story to get in. It's more of a worldwide thing. We've got the, uh, COP26 climate summit going on. It's the United Nations climate summit. You know, funny enough, really not funny enough, scary enough, shitty enough, <laughs> the fossil fuel industry has the most delicates there, more than any country. And it sounds like some countries are tired of being uh, taking blame for this shit. And it's, 
Obama went in there and sounded off on the whole thing. Uh, called out Trump and the GOP for being, I think, outright hostile towards the, you know, the idea of climate change. And they are. There's a lot of people that are, either because they're tied to the fossil fuel industry or they just want to loop it in as another one of those fucking conspiracy theories. But there's there's certain sets of data you just can't ignore. And that's what I love about these people who would, the truth is conspiracy. We want the truth. You could probably find a lot of the truth if you looked for it properly. But, you know, it is what it is. But it really is scary. It really is. Because if you ask me, there's a lot of data that suggests warming oceans. <sighs> We're losing ice. Like, I mean, we've had pretty crazy weather. It's going to get worse. It's going to get fucking worse. Like, this is something that, you know, has been talked about for years. And sure, there's been certain aspects of it that have been played up and things like that. And I'm sure there's been people looking to make money off of this whole thing as well. So I get it. People always, you know, they're going to have mistrust about things. But this is one area where we got, we got to move past the mistrust, right? Because, and, and the conspiracy theory shit and all of that, like, this is like critical area. Shit's going to get bad if we don't make major adjustments soon. And uh, it's scary to think about. It really is because we're still super far away from being able to go somewhere else. But maybe we'll get the alien invasion and they'll either, you know, say, hey, let's help you guys get this shit figured out. Or they'll just obliterate us and rid us of all our problems, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's a sunshiny, positive way to view things. You know, <laughs> the tool enema song, flush it all away, just flush it all away. You could see that just an alien spaceship comes out and finds this uh, invisible toilet handle for the ocean and just <laughs> flush us all away. That's what I got. <laughs> okay, another word from our non-existent sponsor, and then we will be back for story time, and of course, the Mad Six. Excuse me, excuse me. That last puff on the old vapor roo. Keep my eyes a little bit. 
kicked my ass a little bit. Anyway, thank you for coming back. Thank you. Story time. I was having a little bit of a trouble thinking of a good one for this week. But you see, I have two mad sixes for you all. Yes, yes, yes. And part of that is because I wanted to do one on UFO slash aliens, you know, just because of my sighting is so excited about. So I really wanted to, and of course, I'm sure everybody's like, you keep talking about how exhausted and tired you are this week. Shouldn't you just see that shit? It's possible, I guess. <laughs> I totally could have been imagining it, but uh, I felt very alert when I was driving home. I'll tell you that much. I always do. Um, but then I also thought, okay, next week on the pod, I'm really going to get more into climate change, or at least that's the plan. Have a bigger discussion on climate change. But you never know what could happen between now and then. Because a whole bunch of shit could come up and I might have to put off doing the whole bit on climate change. So, so I decided I'd go ahead and do two mad sixes because really I wanted to get a natural disasters one in as well. Because pertaining to climate change, that's where we'll first see the big differences, a lot more scary storms and shit like that. <sighs> so, you know, I wasn't going to start. Normally we do story time and then the Mad Sixes, but I've already been talking about the Mad Sixes. You're already so let's just do the Mad Sixes and we'll stay story to to time. Story time. Let's not fall apart at the end of the pod, Ryan. Come on, Cheddar. We'll do story time at the end. So the first set of Mad Sixes. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Natural disasters. Now, I originally was going to go natural disaster movies. So next time we do talk about climate change, we'll go natural disaster movies, perhaps. But for now, just natural disasters in general. Now, this is a very serious thing that I'm also going to be making, you know, a little light of just uh, with this. But, but it is true that, like, these are scary situations that do occur. And they could occur even more as the climate changes. But I've ranked them. Natural disasters. Number six, the tornado. Now, while I find these very fascinating, and uh, they've always been, I remember when I was younger, my parents, uh, we were living in a townhome. I was, a, you know, five, six, seven, I don't know. Living in a townhome. Now, remember, we had the tornado sirens. We go outside and we literally see a funnel cloud like right above our face. It was fucking right there. And then we heard on the news a tornado touched down. I don't know, it's maybe four or five miles away from us, maybe not even that much. But and we're like, that's got to be the funnel cloud we saw. It was insane. A very faint memory of it, but it's there. Um, Tornadoes, yeah, but they, but they are at the bottom of the list because they're rather lazy, yes? I mean, 
they might, you know, hit one every third house, one every fifth house, you know, they just, uh, they don't take out a mass like some of these other ones do. They seem a bit lazy or drunk. Maybe tornadoes are just drunk. They can't steer right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's good, though. It's good, though, that they're like that because it could be quite worse. <laughs> Number five, wildfires. Get a lot of those here in Colorado, I must say. And uh, they fucking destroy that air quality index, let me tell you. And take out the tree. We can't have, see, climate change, you, you know, we need the oxygen. Can't be taking our fucking trees. Wildfires destroy the trees. We need the trees. Stop taking our trees. Fucking fuck. And really, assholes quit doing fucking gender reveals that use pyrotechnics. You don't need that. You fucking assholes. Pretentious assholes that really need, oh, well, we need this special thing for a gender reveal. Cunts. Number four. Volcanoes. Also cunts. Don't be in the vicinity of a volcano such as Vesuvius. Vesuvius? Vesuvius? Vesuvius. <laughs> oh, I really fucked that up, didn't I? Uh, but yeah, volcanoes. Uh, that's some bad shit. And to me, that's what volcanoes are one of the more terrifying. Because that shit is hot and it moves fast. Fast. Ever seen the movie Dante's Peak? Holy shit. Yeah. Fucking volcanoes. Ugh. Number three. Hurricanes, typhoons, cyclones, because they're all the same. And, and, and you know, even as adults, you, you learn things still. I, I very much pride myself on the fact that I don't know everything. <laughs> if that makes sense. Because I enjoy learning. I really do. And I hope I'm learning to the day I die because I don't want to know everything. That would be boring, right? But I did learn. I was today years old when I learned <laughs> that hurricanes, typhoons, and cyclones are all the same fucking thing. That it depends, which I really think I knew that. And I'm sure somewhere along the way, I probably did learn why. But it was not in my brain so I, I don't know if I learned it for the first time or relearned it. But I learned that they were all the same thing specifically because of their location. And I'm trying to think. I think the, 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 the typhoons are in the city. Here, I'll, I'll look. I'll look. I'll look. But it's, they're similar. They're similar. Let me see if I can find it. Let me similar. Similar. Now, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Worst types of natural disasters list. Let's see if we can find it. Is this it? Is this it? Is this it? No, no, we're never gonna find it. You know what? We're never gonna find that fucking article again. We're never gonna. Oh wait, 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 wait. Okay, here, hold on, hold on. We're getting this. This is just great podcasting right here, right? Just fucking phenomenal podcasting. I could go on to number two and just forget all of this, but I'm almost there. I'm almost there. No, 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 that's the volcano. Oh, come on, you stupid thing. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Get there, get there. Oh, 
where are all these ads popping up? The ads didn't pop up like this the first time I was looking at this goddamn article. Sorry, sorry, we're getting there. The location, 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 location. That is the key. In the North Atlantic Ocean and Northeast Pacific, they are hurricanes. In the Northwest Pacific, they are typhoons. The South Pacific and the Indian Ocean, those are cyclones. So the same shit, different areas, different names. Right? This is fucking weird. Yeah. So that article says, let's hope I didn't just find some fucking fake news. No, 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 no. We could double check that. We should double check. <laughs> oh, man. Stoned and getting tired, I tell you what. Number two, floods. You know, like in the Bible, people are getting pretty good about figuring out how to deal with floods. You can float on your door. <laughs> that has got to be... This one doesn't kill quite as many people as some of the others. But I guess one of the, well, volcanoes don't really erupt as often. They don't occur as often as some of the other ones. So I guess they'd probably be on that particular list too. But floods, I suppose we're getting a little better at learning how to deal with those, you know. But uh, it's still dangerous shit. And if anything, a nuisance. Talk to plenty of people back in Iowa, where I used to live. And uh, basement flooding, real fucking issue. A little bit here, but basement flood. I mean, that shit in, in the Midwest, yeah, you got some issues there. Issues there. Number one on the list, earthquake. Earthquake. Because they're just the meanest motherfuckers of the natural disasters. They just mean, mean motherfucker. I mean, you can put volcanoes there again, but again, volcanoes, not as common. Just saying. So mad six of natural disasters. That's what I got for you. Then we go on to the mad six of UFO slash alien invasion type movies. Now we're not doing like alien or predator or that shit is my tops, you know, you know, critters. They're from space. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Cloverfield. That's, that's another good one, but this is different. I'm thinking specifically UFO alien type stuff invading the earth, but like not so much monster, like the alien, the predator, clover, like some of that stuff to me is more monstery. So we'll get into it. Number six, Mars Attacks, because that shit is fun. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. And the amount of different actors that put in a small role for that. Just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Number five, Men in Black. Why? Because it's great. We just watched it the other day with the kids and uh, it's got the whole Men in Black theme, but they're good guys, not bad guys. I mean, make them out to be good guys, even though they still erase people's memory and shit like that. But fun movie. Really enjoy it. Number four, Sphere. It's a, based on a Michael Crichton book, but this was a very very good story in which these people find the sphere at the bottom of the ocean. Basically, alien intelligence and um, 
I don't know how to describe you, you really got to get in. I would suggest reading the book, honestly, because the book is phenomenal. And then you check out the movie. They do a pretty good job with the movie, but uh, the book is amazing. One of my tops, Michael Crichton ones. Check it out. Number three, Independence Day. This is another one that's just fun. And I, I don't care that it's back in the day and it's Will Smith and doing his Will Smith thing <laughs> because I enjoy the shit out of it. I mean, come on. When that first came out, you were loving that shit. And had Jeff Goldblum doing his Jeff Goldblum thing. And I love me some Jeff Goldblum. Hell, I love me some Will Smith too. And he had done a lot lately that I've been super high on, but I still love me some Will Smith. I digress. And they even brought the little joke in from Jurassic Park. We must go faster. So good. Independence Day, good shit. Number two, District 9. I love this movie. And in part because of just how different it is. The, the idea, the, the story itself. Like, I just love the creativeness to it. And um, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to get into a lot. Because... It's a pretty crazy story, and it, it really is. Who was it that did it? Was it, I want to say Peter Jackson, but then I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> now I got to look. What else was I going to look up? The whole typhoon, hurricane thing. Yeah, yeah. District Nine, District Nine, District Nine. Is that Peter Jackson? No, Neil Blomkamp, produced by Peter Jackson. Okay, there we go. There we go. But yeah. It's a very good story, quite fond of that particular movie. So make sure if you haven't seen it, you give it some time. Number one, War of the Worlds. And not the old one, I actually, it's the Tom Cruise one. I think this, I enjoy the movie. People are up and down on it. But I really dig the shit out. Because it, it's, it seems fairly paced well. I just, I like how it begins. Like Tom Cruise, that like, I kind of dig his character. And even though all Tom Cruise characters kind of seem to be somewhat similar, <laughs> I, dig, I dig what's going on with him in this one. And he's just got this attitude. And oh, hey, fucking aliens coming out of the ground. Aliens in machines coming out of the ground and turning people into dust. Crazy shit. So that's what I got for my mad six of UFO slash alien, 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 <laughs> alien invasion type movies. Okay, so we got that out the way. Before we end the pod, do a little bit of a story time. And like I said, part of my reasoning for doing two mad sixes was because I wanted to make sure I got both of them in. But the other reason is story time, a little bit shorter this week. So I wanted to make sure there was enough content, I guess I would say. But this story time is about my time as a thief when I was a young lad. When I was a young lad in Aurora, Colorado, I was a bit of a thief for a short period of time. And it began 
with a time, well, it really began with pogs. I don't know if you remember pogs. They were the little circular cardboard type things that have pictures on them, different things, and uh, cartoon characters, superheroes, whatever, you know. And then you also had these slammers that were circular metal. And then you would get a pog board, which was like circular plastic with usually like, um, like a circular velvet center and velvet's not the right word what I'm looking for, but <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> but you would bounce a foam, like a foam center, but you would bounce the slammer. And, uh, the idea would be you and your buddies would put some pogs into the center circle and you take turns bouncing the slammer, whatever you flipped over, you won. So everybody would have like, you know, you'd always have, and they had, cause they had sleeves. If you've ever collected basketball cards, basketball cards have those plastic sheets with the sleeves. So you can put them in like a binder book. Pogs had the same thing, right? So everybody had their collection, their collection. And you kept them in these sleeves. Like what I did was I kept my nice ones because everybody had their collection of they didn't touch. They didn't play with these. It was like your collector pogs. And those I would keep in the sleeves in the book. And then there was also these plastic tube containers where you would stack your pogs in there. And I would always carry my slammers in one of those and my playable pogs, the ones I was willing to risk playing and losing, I'd keep those in one of those tube containers as well. I've just gotten way too into pogs. So maybe this story time is a little bit longer than that. <laughs> but anyway, so pogs, one of my favorite things from my youth. They were a blast. Not many people are going to know what the hell I'm talking about. But my thievery began when one time my dad took me to the baseball card store because that was one of our pastimes was collecting cards together. So we went there often and they started carrying pogs and I asked my dad, hey, 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 can I get, uh, they had like, you know, 10 for a dollar bin or something like that, cheapy pogs. And I said, hey, dad, can I get some of these? Sure. So I grabbed 10 for a buck or no, maybe it was 20 for two bucks. And then I realized I, I couldn't find them anymore. I must've put them down somewhere in one of these bins. So I started all over. So I got my 20 pogs, I'm happy, but I'm like, man, I really like the first 20 I had. I get home, I realize I have those first 20 in my fucking pocket, my jacket pocket. At first I'm mortified. Oh my God, I just stole something. And then I'm elated. I'm like, how fucking easy was that? <laughs> Holy shit. So. After that, I began to just steal pogs here and there. Uh, my buddies, Anu and Adrian, I've spoke about them before. Anu, he's Hindu. He, Anu and Apu, uh, I, would, I would say the only difference is the N and the P in their names. Otherwise, Anu is very much like Apu. Doesn't quite have the accent, but the mole, the look, everything, everything. And by the way, he did try cutting off that mole at one point. <laughs> he was not the brightest, I knew. <laughs> um, but <laughs> fucking anyway. So these are my friends. 
And I remember we used to go to Albertsons or Safeway, one of the grocery stores by my house. One of us would take a backpack. That person with the backpack would go down the aisle where there were pogs, packages of pogs. And the other ones would go to the ends of the aisle for lookout. And man, we stole so many packs of pogs. It was bad. It was bad. Never got caught though, but that was bad. And so I just took little stuff like that. And then it kind of graduated to the whole candy house, which was my story time a few weeks back on the pod where we used to take candy from the uh, vending machine owner's garage. (laughs) But what ended my whole thievery time was some buddies and I, um, it's my buddy Farone, black dude, my buddy Hemingway, Chinese dude, my buddy Kevin, white dude, and then me, off-white dude. (laughs) So we decide we're going to go to the mall, steal some baseball jerseys, or sorry, basketball jerseys. We were into basketball and football, but this was a basketball Jersey thieving adventure. Hemingway swore, hey, heard it's a great idea. You take a few jerseys in, try try on in the dressing room. One of them, just leave it on and then put your regular clothes back on. So that was the plan. Not sure at that time if they had the little magnet or the thingies that they put in the shirts that would go off on the, I can't remember. But so we decide, you know, we're going to take turns. We're going to go, two of us, well, we're all four going to go in, but two of us are going to go in the dressing room and do it. And then two of us are going to, you know, the other two will do it at a different store or whatever. Well, Farone and Hemingway, the minorities, they decide to go first. This was a terrible move on their part. <laughs> so they, they decide that's what they're going to do. So they take some jerseys, go in the dressing room. They come out, put jerseys back. And we start to leave. We're going to go get some McDonald's and then we're either going to go back to that store or a different store. So me and Kevin can take our turn. Right. As we hit the outside of the entrance to that store, Farone and Hemingway are snatched the fuck up by security and they look very aggressively at us and say, get along now or something like that get the fuck out. i don't say think they say get the fuck out of here but it was like you can get out of here now like we're like okay okay because they did they know we didn't take shit 
and we still went to McDonald's, but it was uh, an awkward silence, kind of a <laughs> like we're just sitting there like, oh. fuck. Yeah, dude. Fuck, man. <laughs> like, oh, Hemingway got in so Hemingway lived right next door to me. And I found out later he got in so much. He was in so much trouble. Poor guy. His dad is. He lived with his dad and his grandma, and they're both crazy, crazy old Chinese people. <laughs> Poor Hemingway. I felt so bad for him. His grandma actually cracked me up. She had, her and I had some moments of getting along, you know. But she was just kind of a crazy old Chinese lady, you know. That's what I loved about the, my, the diversity of my friends growing up was I got to experience so many different cultures and so much different shit, you know. Indian friends and Chinese friends and, and Korean friends and Mexican friends. And, you know, black friends. It's, it's just a very cool thing. It's, I've always been very happy that uh, I had that sort of upbringing. So very cool, very cool. But yes, that was my time as a thief. Uh, I, I don't, I think the only other time I've really stolen shit in life is in my in my late teens after my dad died and I got through a, a small bit of drinking issues, I had uh, gotten a new apartment. And I had just started working at a brand new IHOP and my apartment needed dishes and, and silverware and things like that. <laughs> Salt shakers, condiments. So yeah, I took a, a a good amount of things from that IHOP. <laughs> ah, thievery. It's no good. I, I don't condone it. But I also know that sometimes it happens. And sometimes you just kind of have to. <laughs> ah. All right. All right, Madcaps. I believe that's what I got. That's what I got. So I hope you enjoyed it. Hope the extra Mad Six didn't make it too long. <laughs> And I hope you all come back next week. That's right. But for now, for now, we part ways. Enjoy your day.